0: You're tuned in to the Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconato.com. And now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconato. Alignments are important. Alignments are important. Stay true to who you are. What the subject of today's broadcast is We're going to talk about the importance of alignments This is a post that I put up on social media On uh, Todd Coconato Facebook It's uh, at Real Todd Coconato If you want to look at the post um, And we put this up, uh, what, two days ago, three days ago Something like that And it's about alignments And why alignments are so important in the life of a Christian And I issue a word of caution And so I'm going to read the post and then we're going to analyze it, talk about it. And I think this is going to help you. It certainly has helped me in distinguishing what I'm to be involved in, what I'm not to be involved in. Because how many know that just because somebody invites you to do something, uh, wants you to be a part of something, opens a door, it might not be a God door. It might not be a God appointment. It might not be something that God wants you to do. Same goes with relationships. A lot of people want to be friends maybe some of you have more people that want to be friends with you than others, but a lot of people want to invade your life. A lot of people want you to do something for them. A lot of people want you to be a part of whatever it is that they're doing. And some of those things are God appointments. Some of those things are aligned by God. They are actually an open door that God has opened. They are actually a God ordained relationship or a divine appointment that he has indeed placed before you. But Oftentimes, it's not, and this goes into the scripture where it talks about being equally yoked, and we don't want to be unequally yoked, and sometimes we can be unequally yoked even with somebody that confesses Christ. In other words, it's not just unbelievers. We could be unequally yoked with somebody who's saying they're a Christian, but maybe they have compromise in their life. Maybe there are things that they're doing that are not of God, and even though they're on their journey, and maybe they are saved or barely saved it doesn't mean that you're meant to align with them this is why we need to talk about this because a lot of people are getting duped by this i think it's a plan of the enemy especially in this hour so alignments are important stay true to who you are i have a word of caution in today's christian community and our ministry environment stay true to your calling don't get caught up in the flesh We've witnessed for years now in the world of social media that once was a pressure for a pastor to have a big church has now translated into the pressure for a pastor or ministry leader to have a large online following. It's not a bad thing when used to spread the gospel, but it can become an idol or ensnare anyone if they're not careful. I want to talk about this a little bit. You know, when I was young, I would remember pastor friends being discouraged When they would compare themselves to those who had much bigger churches, many denominations would even greatly favor pastors with large ministries, platform them, and sometimes ignore or even belittle those who had smaller congregations. This would grieve my heart. As I know, many of those smaller congregations were preaching a very powerful anointed message and stayed true, stayed true to the word of God. God used them, and just because they didn't have a, quote, big church, unquote, it didn't mean that they didn't make a massive impact on their community and in saving souls and raising up true, healthy believers. Now, I see similar things happening when it comes to large online followings. While some with large followings are absolutely raised up by God due to their obedience, sincere heart, and the anointing of their message. Not all people with large followings are equal. I'm thankful and honored to know some personally who are the absolute real deal. These are folks that have a big platform, a big ministry, a big church. But just as some megachurches are real and others are compromised in their message in order to allure their followers into a wide gate theology, so too are some online people using methods other than God to gain power, influence, and wealth. And this is why discernment is key. So here's the warning. You want to hear the warning? Here's the warning. Be careful who you align yourself with. It's tempting to want to partner with those who have large numbers. As it would appear, that's God's hand. Some people actually think this will help their ministry, and this could be the case if it's a God alignment. But it could also be a trap for you. Remember, the devil is often slow in how he creeps in. He comes to the door, not with a big red suit on, okay? He creeps around, seeking whom he could devour, looking to ensnare the saints. Remember, the devil is often slow. He's slow in how he creeps in. I gotta say that again. He can use this to get a sincere minister, ministry, you possibly, off course by aligning with someone who is compromised you're much better off much better off to have a small or mid-sized ministry with integrity than to compromise by entering into alignment with somebody who has other motives then you'll have to deal with the consequences that will eventually catch up to those who compromise the devil's plan is to distract disrupt accuse derail you be wise as we've learned many times before, just because something is big now doesn't mean it will last. It all depends on what ground it's built on. Is it built on the solid rock of, of Jesus Christ, the solid foundation, the firm foundation? Or is there leaven? Is there compromise? What's critical is the integrity and consistency of staying doctrinally sound, God focused, humble, in the right heart and spirit and not falling victim to adding things that produce temporary results. In other words, hype. It muddies down the gospel and creates open doors for the enemy. It's also not sustainable. When praying about who to align with, make sure their motives are pure. True kingdom alignments are healthy, lasting, and safe. Fleshly alignments fall apart, create division, and can end up really bad. Don't be fooled into thinking followings equal anointing. They can, but not always. Let God order your steps and guide your path. Steward what he's given you wisely. Stay in his presence and be about his business. The rest will fall into place. Just like God has used smaller churches as the backbone of sanity and sound doctrine for years, you don't have to have a large online following to be anointed and used by God. Don't compare yourself or fall into that pressure. Don't align as a career move. Align with those that God has put in your path to bring him glory. Don't compromise your method message. Guard your anointing. Stay true. Be real. God will honor you for doing this, and you will have a lasting kingdom impact and ministry and not just become a temporary blip on the radar. Align with soul winners who truly love, fear, and serve the Lord. That's the key. That was my post, friends. That was my post on alignment. And I hope that you got something from that. But let me say this we've got to continue to ask the Lord to order our steps. So I want to read some scriptures right now about asking the Lord to order our steps. What does he say about that in the word? And and how do we do this as a Christian? Well, here's some scriptures on this. So this is one that we know very well. I quote it often. It's Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And what will he do? He'll direct our path. But this is where God is giving us the instruction that number one, we got to trust him. Number two, we can't lean on our own understanding. So what does that mean? That means we've got to inquire of him. We've got to ask the Lord, Lord, is this you? Did you connect me with this person? Is this something that I should be spending my time on? Is this something you're calling me to do? Many people just think that every open door is God. That's not true. The enemy sends distractions to the believer. He does this to get us off course, to get us discouraged, to connect us with the wrong people. You know how many places I've been invited to that sounded good, big stages, big conferences, places where I could have probably picked up a a lot of new followers and gained money and some traction, but God said no because he didn't want me to align with some of the shenanigans that are going on there. People say, well, why why aren't you going to this conference? Why aren't you a part of this? My absence should tell you something sometimes. That means that God said no. And there's a plethora of different reasons why it could be. Sometimes these people are corrupt. Sometimes they're teaching false things. Sometimes I found out something about them that I don't want to maybe share publicly, but that I don't feel comfortable with. Sometimes it's just a plain no from the Lord. And maybe there's none of those things. But regardless, we've got to ask him. So when we read this scripture in Proverbs 3, we got to really break it down. This is what I love doing with scripture. Break it down. What is God actually saying here? Number one, he wants us to trust him with all of our heart. That means no bit of our heart that that doesn't trust God. That's a big deal if you think about that. Because how many of us do have doubt and do have fear and are concerned or maybe we don't fully trust God? He wants us to trust him with all of our heart. Then he then he says, Don't lean on your own understanding. Hey, it may look good to you in the flesh, but I want to tell you what to do. In all your ways acknowledge him. Everything. You gotta ask the Lord, and then he's gonna direct your path. Number two, Psalm thirty seven, twenty three. Psalm 27, I'm sorry, Psalm 37, 23, Psalm 37, 23, it says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. Psalm 32, eight says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. God wants us again to ask him, let him guide our path, not us, him, very important. I need to do this too. I'm speaking to to myself here. Proverbs 16, nine, Proverbs 16, nine, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. You think it's a common theme here that God wants to direct our steps and not have us direct our steps? Alignments are critical. Is this a God alignment? Is this you, Lord? Did you open this door? Are you telling me to do this? Or is this flesh? Is this a distraction? Jeremiah ten twenty three. Jeremiah ten twenty three. It says, "Oh Lord, I know the way of a man is not in himself. Is um, I'm sorry. It is not in man who walks to direct his own steps. Don't direct your own steps. Let God direct your path." Psalm one nineteen one o five. Psalm 119, 105, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Well, who is the word? Jesus. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Who's the word? Jesus. The word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It is living. Pastor Todd, I need a word. Well, the word of God is the word. It's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, and it will guide our every step. And So when we're unsure, what do we do? Open the word of God. Lord, I'm unsure about this. I'm gonna start reading your word and have some study time right now. And I pray that as I read this, Lord, you would show me something in your word that's relevant to the situation that I'm dealing with right now. Speak to my heart. And then open the scripture and watch what God does. It's amazing. I know some of you have stories where you could share this. You opened up the word of God and there, there was something that you just couldn't even believe that God directed you right to that page, right to that verse. He does it all the time. Proverbs twenty twenty four. Proverbs twenty twenty four. It says, a man's steps are of the Lord. How then can a man understand his own way? Well, we can't. That's the whole thing. If we do it in the flesh, we're gonna get caught up. We're gonna get ensnared. How many of you in your lifetime have partnered with somebody that backstabbed you, that ended up burning you, even in church. In fact, this is why many people have left the church because they, they had something that happened at the church and they aligned with the wrong person. And it was never a God appointment. It was never something that God wanted you to do. Well, I've done this too, by the way. And, and this is a, a real big trap that the enemy uses to discourage us, to ensnare us, and to disconnect us from the body of Christ because he doesn't want us connected to the body. He wants us offended. He wants us hurt. He wants us mistrusting. But see, all these things could have been avoided if we thought about and prayed in the beginning, in the initial stages. You say, well, Todd, I did pray. I did pray and everything seemed good. It seemed like the person was trustworthy. I understand, I understand. Listen, we've all made mistakes. Hindsight is always 20-20. Maybe you thought you heard from the Lord. Maybe it sounded and looked good. All the boxes were checked. But maybe you missed something along the way. And what we're trying to do today is to fine tune our discernment. In the hour that we're in, discernment is one of the most important things that we can have. And biblical literacy, we've got to be literate. We've got to understand what's in the scripture because faith comes from hearing the word of God. One of the biggest traps that the enemy has set in this generation is to have people running to and fro and listening to all these other voices and not getting into the scripture for themselves. God wants us to know his word. That's how we know him. Uh, there's a big, 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 bu- I call it a bubble in the Christian world. There's two bubbles right now. Everybody's really focused on prophecy, and many people are very focused on deliverance. And while both of those are not bad, and both of them are actually things that the Word of God dis- instructs us to, to do and operate in, and it's one of the fivefold ministry giftings, what I call is a bubble, just like in the economy, when there's a bubble, when there's an over-annunciation of something, or when people get so into one area— That they start to uh, not talk about the other areas of the scripture, which also need to be talked about in a balanced way. This is where we get into trouble. You see what I'm saying? And so if you're running to prophetic voices so often that you're not getting into a daily study of the word of God and daily prayer time in your prayer closet where you actually are inquiring of the Holy Spirit, you're going to be set up for failure. And this this is why a lot of people are in the state that they're in, in the body of Christ. We've become biblically illiterate. Many preachers and teachers aren't teaching the Bible. They're teaching motivational messages. They're teaching things that they want to talk about, but they're not going into the scripture and actually seeing what the scripture says. That's why on almost every program that we do, I want to make sure we read a lot of scripture. What about Isaiah 5811? It says, the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought, and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water whose, whose waters do not fail. God wants to guide us. How often? Continually. Continually in our alignments, in our decisions, in our decision-making, in our business, in the ministry, in our family, with our finances. You know why a lot of people are broke? Can I be real? You promise not to get mad at me about this? Well, I know somebody will. A lot of people are broke because they're not good stewards of what God's given them. They spend too much. They live above their means. They try to compare to this one or that one. They 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 get way ahead of God. They align with the wrong people. They do foolish things like this. And so then they're in trouble financially. Well, God gave you some money, but you didn't steward it well. Listen, I'm telling you, at the ministry, there's so many different expenses, so many different things that we could be spending our money on, but we are very frugal and, and we're wise. We don't want to live above our means because we know that will be a means to an end. And we want to be uh, a ministry that's around for the next 10, 20 years, unless the Lord comes back and raptures us out of here. But the deal is we can't live above our means. There are things that people try to get me involved in. They want me to do. They even pressure us to do these things. I know you know what I'm talking about. People pressure you in today's world. What about all the multi-level marketing out there? All the MLMs, you know, the pyramid schemes. People want you to get involved, especially in the church. They're rampant in the church. And some people make money off these things. Personally, I don't feel like that's the direction that God has taken us. There's many different things we could be doing. We could even be running all these different ads. You know, we did try it for a little while. But I found that, you know what, I need to, to speak the word of God. I can't be pushing out all these products and things like that. I feel like that muddies down the message. And I have to trust the Lord that he's going to provide. And that there are going to be partners that, that, that align with us and that are out there. And thank you to the partners that, that do partner with this ministry that have a heart for souls and kingdom business and for a ministry that's pushing back against the darkness, the woke demonic agenda all the evil. It's David versus Goliath, but we're pushing back. And we have to believe that as we do what the Lord tells us to do, that God is in fact going to order our steps. He's going to guide our path. He's going to show us where we need to go. He's going to do the same for you in your business, in your marriage, in your family. But we have to inquire of the spirit. And we've got to think about this before we jump into something prematurely. Just because something looks good doesn't mean it's of God. Look, just because some there's a million people that ask us for money and we do give a lot. We give a, a more than we more than most ministries, I'll just say that. And we don't do it for accolades and we don't do it for a pat on the back and we don't do it for glamour. We do it behind the scenes. And many people come. There was just a woman the other day that came and she needed groceries and we bought her groceries. But the thing is, is that we can't do that to every person. We have to pray about who it is that we're meant to do these things with? Because if we did it to every person that's asking, some people are in bad habits. They don't work. And they just continually ask for money. And you may give them money. And then you give money again, you give money again. And it's like they're in the same broken pattern. They haven't fixed anything. They haven't changed anything. Maybe they're an alcoholic. Maybe they're a drug addict. And they have a secret habit that they're pouring the money into. And so they're they're off. And we're basically, by giving them money, we're enabling their habit. So you got to pray. God, how can I help this person? Should I minister to them? Should I pray for them? Should I take them to the grocery store? You know, should I make sure that they're actually spending the money on groceries and not alcohol or drugs? We've just got to be wise. It's the same with alignments. I see a lot of people today that just see a big platform and they think if I could just partner with that person who has a big platform, I'm going to have a big platform. But wait a minute. Is that person in compromise? Is that person going to muddy up the gospel message? Are they are they selling hype? Are they over enunciating something? Are they are they doing things that, that have nothing to do with the scripture? Because that could ensnare you and even destroy the ministry that God has for you. It could destroy your reputation. It could be used by the enemy as an accusation against you. So you got to be careful. A lot of people in today's world think that just aligning with other influencers, they call them influencers or creators just by aligning with these people. Oh, I'm going to get all their followers. And you know, I'm going to continue to have this massive, I'm just going to keep growing, growing. Well, then the person does something stupid. They have an affair outside of marriage. They do something illegal. And all, all of a sudden you're yoked with them. And now you have egg on your face because people say, where was your discernment? And listen, we can't, we can't avoid every single situation like this. I'm not saying there haven't been people over the years that we've had on the show that we've regretted having on that we haven't had back. There have been a few. And maybe at the time, they actually weren't in a bad place, but then they veered off course later. Sometimes that's the case. We can't be responsible for every action of every other person. But what we can do is humbly go before the Lord and say, is this a person that I should align myself with? Here's a couple of key qualifications that you should look at. Number one, do they love the Lord? Do they fear the Lord? Do they have a love and a fear for the Lord? Number two, what's the fruit of their life? Is there good fruit? What is it that they're doing? What are their motives? Number three, what are their motives? Are their motives kingdom? Are their are they, are they motives to be about the business of the Lord? Number four, are they prideful, haughty? Are they about themselves? Are they self-promoting? Are they self-glorifying? Be very careful, pride comes before fall. Okay, the next one. Um, are they teachable? Very important, teachable. Next one, are they accountable? They've got to be accountable. Is there a system of checks and balances around them? Number five, are they tested in time? Tested in time. Actually, I think we're past number five. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not reading this. I'm just saying this off the cuff on my, in my brain. But they need to be tested in time. Are they, are, they, are they somebody that's been around for a while? The next one, who are they aligned with? Who are their alignments? Who are the people that they're aligning with? All these things are very important. What are they teaching? What is it that they're teaching? What are they talking about? All these things are important for you to consider. You know, how long have you known them? Who raised them up? Did they raise themselves up? Did they serve for a long time? Are they servants? I think the number one is the most important. Are, do they have a healthy fear of the Lord? That's super important. Healthy fear of the Lord. Because if they don't fear the Lord, there's no, there's no uh, compass of morality, you know? And that's the problem. There's a lot of lawlessness in our world today because people have taken God out of everything. Well, Christians have taken God out of things. I hate to say it. There's a lot of churches today that you'll go to and you'll barely even hear the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is quenched there. You won't see a move of the Spirit. You won't see God moving. It totally handcuffed. The, the, everything is timed and motivational, and it's a show. These aren't people we want to align with as remnant people. We, as remnant people, we want to make sure we're aligning with other remnant people. These are people that hunger and thirst for righteousness. These are people that are about the business of Lord. It's not them. It's not about them. It's not about their celebrity, their name, their ministry, whatever. I mean those things are fine we have a name we have a ministry but it's about the glorification of the Lord to know him and to make him known what's the motive these are the people we got to look for people that are consecrated that are walking in holiness in purity and righteousness that have a true heart for God that are tested in time that are raised up by other preachers and ministers of the gospel elders and leaders they have a, a track record They're doing things that the the Lord wants them to do. And and when you align with those people, it will be a God thing. God will will bless it. Look at what God's done with the the yoking that we've done with Mario Merlo in in doing firepower. God is expanding the territory in that show. Uh, We're we're able to speak against the darkness and the woke agenda and the demonic agenda. And God has given us a platform and a voice to do so. And it's anointed by God. And there's fruit when we go to the uh, different events around the country and the, and the tent crusades, there's, there's many, many souls that come to the kingdom. Same thing at Todd Coconado Ministries. When we go around the country, many souls come to, to know the Lord. There's mentoring taping, taking place. There's discipleship. We're getting people plugged in to like-minded ministries and churches. You know, th- these are just some examples of what's going on here. I mean, the broadcast goes out there all around the nation and the world on the radio, and many people are coming to know Jesus. This is fruit, and I'm, I'm not saying this to brag. This is all glory to God. Well, you know what I'm talking about. If you have a ministry that's doing the work of the Lord, there's fruit. There's salvations. There's discipleship. You're you're about the business of the kingdom. These are the folks, friends, not, not folks that are in this for themselves that are masquerading as Christians. Matt, there's showmen. There's There's charlatans. There's Other folks out there that have other agendas and and motives, there's some that even are very nice people, very nice, but you got to ask the Lord, is this you? Is this an alignment that you want me to have or is this a trap? Is this an ensnarement? So hopefully this helps you today. I just want every person on this broadcast from now on to always think about, is this alignment of the Lord? Is this something that God wants me doing? And if it is, you do it with all your heart as unto the Lord, not unto man. Amen? Do it unto the Lord. God will order your steps. He'll guide your path. He'll give you favor and blessing in the name of Jesus. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconato Show for today. Hope this helped you. You can go to pastortod.org, is the website, pastortod.org. We love you. We bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. We'll be back soon.